Good morning, how's it going going? Today is looking like a good day and I've got something, a story that I think you might enjoy hearing today if you've never played the video game Kingdom Hearts. This is a video about um, Kingdom Hearts and the song I'm going to play is called Simple and Clean and it's by Hikaru Utada and I'm not sure if it was made for the game because the song came out and then two weeks later this video game came out and it had a remix of the song at the start of the video game and it was a really good song and I'm just not sure if they... I'm pretty sure they would have adapted to the song pretty quick they would have just picked it before they released the game but it could have been made for the game but that's the song you'll hear today and it's a long one, I'll just prepare you, it's a long song but it's um it's nice but I thought it would be a good idea to share the story in this video because Kingdom Hearts is all about the story it's a story video game there's not it's not just like um a video game like Donkey Kong well Donkey Kong is a little bit of a story where you got to save the princess but you got a there's a deeper story in Kingdom Hearts and I'll get right into it. So the video game starts with an intro video that you can't skip. You gotta watch the whole video and it goes for about, oh, I'd say like nearly five, five minutes or four minutes. It's a pretty good video. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the video game is this intro video. It's got some parts in it where Riku, there's you got three the three characters that live on this island called Destiny Island are called Sora, Riku and Kari. And Sora's the main character that you play as. But we see Riku standing in the ocean with his arm out and he's got his arm out for Sora to hold. Sora goes to try and reach for his arm, but a wave hits both of them and Riku's under the water holding out his arm and Sora swims towards him and I'm pretty sure he does successfully grab his arm and then next we see Sora standing on the beach with Kairi and they see something falling from the sky and they wonder what it is Sora has a look and he realizes that it's him falling from the sky and that causes him to fall and hit the sand where he's standing and then we see him falling from the sky and he falls into the ocean and when he falls into the ocean, he lands on a platform. He's in this, like, there's just completely dark background. But there's a picture on the ground of, I think it's Cinderella, Snow White, or um, Sleeping Beauty. It's a girl, but it looks like a princess. And it could be one of the princesses of heart. And he goes through a series of events where he's battling the Heartless. Now the Heartless are the made of the shadows of people's heart and they come in different forms and he learns how to battle the Heartless and he has a keyblade that he's got which is his weapon, it's just a big key and he uses this weapon against the Heartless and this Heartless, this big Heartless he battles at the end of the intro has a noodle face and curly toes and he battles it it can shoot flames out of its hands and out of its chest as well, I believe. And it does this thing where it puts its hand into the ground so you can't see its hand anymore. You can only see the top of its wrist. And 
out of that, it causes a portal underground to bring up all these other little heartlesses to come out of the ground, and they attack Sora. But while you're doing that, Sora's you're trying to attack this big heartless's hand because you got to try and beat it. And when you beat it, Sora wakes up on the beach. He goes, "Huh?" And you hear Kari say, "Come on, lazy bum." And um, Sora goes, "Huh?" And he goes, "What just happened?" He swears it was real. He doesn't believe it was a dream. He was confused by it. And um, that's the intro video started. Now next we see the three of them on Destiny Islands. Kyrie comes up with this idea to build a raft, and because they want to explore other worlds, because they've never been to other worlds before, they want to know if they even exist. So they're building a raft, and Sora's helping. And while they're building the raft, they want to know what they're going to name the raft. So Sora and Riku have a race to see who is going to name the raft, what they're going to call it, and the winner gets to decide. And right before they take off from the starting line, Riku says, and the winner gets to share the Palku fruit with Kairi. And Sora goes, what? And then the race starts. And a Palku fruit is like a star that is, um, I don't know if it tastes like lemony. I don't know what it tastes like because I've never had one, but they're a real fruit that look like a star. And on this island, if you have a Palpu fruit, half a Palpu fruit, and the other person has half a Palpu fruit, your souls and I think your hearts will be combined forever, so that you're always forever with this person in the afterlife and everything. And so they'd have the race, and you can win the race, you can lose the race, it doesn't matter for the story. But I think I lost, and then he says, or he was just joking about sharing the palpu fruit with Kairi. And I think he lets you name the boat anyway. But the the raft, I mean, the raft, you get to name the raft. And then Sora heads to, there's this cave on the island. And in this cave, there's a door with no handles. It has a frame, but it's got no handle. And Sora's near that door, but he doesn't look at it. And he's got a rock and he's scratching on this other rock a picture of um, Kyrie and him, just their faces. And Sora's throwing her a, um, a palpu fruit and they're both smiling and it's a good picture. And he's looking at his picture and then all of a sudden a cloaked figure appears from the door. I'm pretty sure it's open now. And the cloaked figure talks to Sora and says, your world has been connected. And Sora's like, huh? Who are you? And he says, your world's been connected to the darkness. The darkness is going to eclipse over your island. And then Sora's like, you're from another world. And this guy says, little do you know, a man who knows nothing can do nothing. Or something similar like that. And then he disappears. And Sora wonders where he went. And Sora doesn't think much of it. He... It's a pretty... I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but it shouldn't be too long. There was a video by Kingdom Ace on YouTube where it went for seven minutes and explained all I'm talking about, but I don't think he went into much intro about the intro, detail of the intro. And there was another guy called Barry Kramer who did it for half an hour, 
and someone else called MHK. And if you want to watch their videos on YouTube, they're good. But I'll continue telling the story. So Sora decides to continue building the raft, collects things like mushrooms and food they're going to eat for the raft, and water, a bottle of water, and you got to find all these items on the island. And after he's collected all the items, he goes to sleep, I believe. And, but he wakes up in the night because there's a storm and all this darkness has come to the island now. All these heartless creatures have come to the island and Sora's, um, he's running around and he finds Riku. Riku's standing there and he says, Sora, come with me to the darkness. We'll be able to explore the worlds this way. And Sora says, no, no Riku. And all of a sudden a keyblade appears in his hand just magically. And he uses it to battle the Heartless. And a big Heartless pops up. The same one that you see in the intro. It's just a really big Heartless with the noodle face and the curly feet. And Kairi is swept up by a wind. And she flies into Sora and vanishes. And we find out later that her heart has actually been um, connected with Sora's. And um, she's in a coma state somewhere else but they can't find her at the moment so Sora battles his heartless beats it but he gets sucked up into a portal and I'm pretty sure Destiny Islands gets overwhelmed by darkness even though he beats his heartless it just gets swallowed up by the darkness but we don't see the island anymore for the rest of the story until later because Sora ends up in a town called Travis Town now, Travis Town is a town for those whose worlds have been consumed by darkness, and they're the ones that successfully make it back to Travis Town, the ones who escape it. Because otherwise, if you get attacked by a Heartless, they um, take your heart off you, and you turn into a Heartless if you have darkness in your heart. The only people without darkness in their heart are the Princesses of Heart, and um, I'll talk more about them later. But Sora's made it to Travis Town. He bumps into Leon, who is a character from Final Fantasy. And he battles Leon wants the Keyblade off him. And Sora says, no, you got to fight me for it. Or something like that. They have a battle and most likely Sora loses. But it doesn't matter if you win or lose. They still um, meet up. Sora's on a bed. And he thinks Kairi's talking to him. And then someone says... That's not me, I'm Yuffie. And he sees Yuffie now, instead of hallucinating seeing Kairi. Now in this room there's Leon, Yuffie, Sid, and Ravith. And these are all characters from Final Fantasy. Because um, Kingdom Hearts is a combination of Final Fantasy and Disney worlds. It's got some really cool worlds that you can visit. But he, after meeting these people... They tell him that he should battle the darkness on the island. That he should use his keyblade for good. And he battles the darkness. He's struggling. And he bumps into Donald and... Oh, I haven't even told the story about Donald and Goofy. After he ends up in Travis Town. Before we see him in Travis Town, we see a story about Donald and Goofy. Donald is walking towards King Mickey's chair. 
because they at King Mickey's palace, like Mickey Mouse. They see King Mickey's palace, and he's walking up to King Mickey's chair, and he doesn't see him in it. And then all of a sudden, um, Pluto, the dog, comes along to the table with a note, and he leaves it on the table, and Donald reads it. And it says Donald and Goofy should go looking for the person who wields the Keyblade. And so they go and tell um, Goofy. Donald tells Goofy about it and they got to team up. And the two girls, I forget their names, but there's Minnie, there's Minnie Mouse. And there's one that I think it looks like a duck or something. I forget her name completely. But they're the two girls... And they tell them that Mickey's gone missing and they've got to do this mission. And they're wondering what they're doing. And that's the intro we get. Later, in Travis Town, Sora bumps into Donald and Goofy. And they go, you're the one with the Keyblade. And he, and he is. And um, he's talking with Leon. They, ha- they have a big battle in Travis Town. Because the leader of Travis Town's turned over to the darkness. And after beating him... Leon says you should go with Donald and Goofy to help them on their mission to find King Mickey and seal up the keyholes. Because every world, there's lots of worlds. There's world for um, Aladdin, which is Agrabah. You've got the uh, Oceana, or whatever the one from Little Mermaid's called. You've got Deep Jungle, which is Tarzan. You've got the world from... The Nightmare Before Christmas with Jack Skellington. There's lots of worlds and they've got to seal up the keyholes so that the darkness can't um, totally swallow up the world. That's how they do it, is they find the keyhole and swallow up the world in darkness. And uh, what am I up to? It's a long story. I'll be able to tell it. So I was talking about keyholes. He decides to go with Donald and Goofy on their mission. And they go to a couple of worlds. And they go... There's a different story in each world. There's an Alice in Wonderland world. Where Alice ends up going missing. And um, the Queen of Hearts tells them to find Alice. And there's a whole bunch of things. Tarzan has got darkness in the world as well. And in each world, sometimes the darkness looks different. They've got different forms. And the, the music in the game is amazing, if you ever listen to the music. It's... The Travis Town one's probably one of my favourite. The Just the Travis Town battle music. I think it's called Hand in Hand. But I don't know who it's by. And it's not on Spotify, which is a shame. But it's on YouTube. So you can listen to that if you like. It's got some... It's really fun doing the battles. There's a battle nearly every five meters you walk because the darkness keep popping up and you got to battle them. But if you walk into a house, the darkness usually don't go in houses in most of the places you go, so that's how you can have a break from them. I don't know why they don't pop up into the shops, but they just don't. <laughs> I think it's for the convenience of the player <laughs> so they can play the game easier. But they go explore different worlds... Because Goofy and Donald have a ship called the Gummy Ship. G-U-M-M-I. A gummy ship. And it is a really... You can design this ship in different forms. 
but when you use this ship, you have to dodge obstacles and shoot things and you get to the worlds. Each world you travel to has a question mark on it, so you don't know what world it is until you get there. And then once you get there, you see this map and it has a picture of the world on it, like a sphere with maybe trees on it for Tarzan's world and the ocean things for the Ariel's world. There's even a world for Peter Pan, which is Captain Hook's ship, and Sora can fly in this world because he's got Tinkerbell to give him the magic. And that was a really fun world to battle in. But you gotta just walk around the ship. And in the Peter Pan world, on Captain Hook's ship, there's an anti-Sora, which is a Sora made of completely um, darkness. And you have to battle him. I don't know why he popped up the anti-Sora. But he has to battle him. And he's really hard to battle. You use potions to heal yourself during battle most of the time. Because they really get your health. But as the game continues, his health bar increases a lot. It's There's a little picture of Sora and the health bar curves around him. And then it ends up making a flat line across the whole bottom of the screen. When you... He, and he has magic powers as well. Um, it's a good game if you research it or feel like playing it. I'm telling the whole story of it. So if you want to play the game, you might want to skip ahead and hear me play the song so I don't spoil the story of the first one. But if you're not going to play it, I'm just telling the story. They travel to the world Hollow Bastion, which is a world from Final Fantasy. And they learn that Ansem... And many of the evil people from each of the worlds. But Ansem was the... He's the seeker of darkness. He was experimenting with the darkness in people's hearts. And he created the Heartless. Or the form that visits all of the worlds. Ansem created the darkness. And Sora bumps into Riku. On this hollow bastion world. And Riku says... um. Riku's saying some funny things because he's actually possessed by Ansem. So you're versing Riku. He's called Riku Ansem, I think. Well, that's what um, Barry Kramer referred to him as, I believe. Or maybe it was Kingdom Ace referred to him as uh, Riku Ansem. But you have a battle. You have... He's, Riku's standing there and all of a sudden... Sora's Keyblade pops into Riku's hand because Riku apparently has a bigger heart at this stage so the Keyblade switches and um, Donald and Goofy switch sides to Riku's side they stand next to Riku because they have to follow the person who wields the Keyblade Sora runs away and he meets up with the Beast from Beauty and the Beast and the beast gives him some encouraging words. And after his encouraging words, he goes back to Riku to battle him. Even though he doesn't have the Keyblade. Riku throws some magic at him. And Sora dodges it. And all of a sudden, the Keyblade pops into Sora's hand again. And Donald and Goofy support him now. He has a battle with Riku. And Riku's struggling because he doesn't have a Keyblade. That's when the cloaked figure from the cave, it might not be him, that cloaked figure exactly, there might be a few of these people, but there's a cloaked figure appears next to Riku and says, um, 
Riku, you must turn yourself over completely to the darkness and use six of the seven princesses of heart to create a keyblade of darkness for you. And he does magically create... Because, because Kairi's heart is in Sora, Riku wants to unlock Sora's heart with this darkness keyblade he now has. He wants to release the um, Sora's heart that's connected with Kairi's so that they can... And they want the seven princesses of heart, Maleficent and Riku and all these people working because they want to open the kingdom of hearts. And to do that, you need the seven princesses of heart. And the seven princesses of heart, they are Kairi from Destiny Island. I've got my fingers here because I'm making sure I get to seven. You've got Kairi on Destiny Island. you got Belle from the Beast Kingdom, which is from like Beauty and the Beast. And then you've got Alice from Alice in Wonderland. That's Alice. So you've got Kyrie. I really want to make sure I get all the seven because I've, I've kind of gone over my notes to... I've had notes for this one. Usually I don't, but I had notes because I wanted to make sure I share the whole story. Otherwise, I'll keep thinking about it after I've done it. You've got Kyrie. You've got... Who did I say? Alice. You've got Cinderella. You've got Belle from Beauty and the Beast. You've got Sleeping Beauty, also known as Aurora. You've got Jasmine... And Jasmine from Agrabah, like the Aladdin's world. And there's also one more. Um, I don't think I remember it. Okay, let me try again. You got Kyrie, you got Belle, you got Alice, you got Jasmine, and you've got Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, and Snow White. They're the seven princesses of heart. It feels good to get their names out. In later Kingdom Hearts games, you get more Princesses of Heart. But in the first game, there's only seven Princesses of Heart. And they're trying to unlock them. So Riku and Sora have a battle. And you've got to beat Riku. If you don't beat Riku, you end up dying. And the game says, do you want to re continue the game? Or do you want to end the game? And you only have a certain amount of lives you've got. To play the game. I think you, you might be able to gain lives again. But if you can't. You only get a certain amount of lives. To play the game. And then you got to restart the game. And try and do it again. But you see him floating there with his. Like a heart symbol. Above him. A floating heart. In the game hearts is like your soul. Pretty much. So they have a battle. Sora beats Riku Ansem. And after he beats Riku Ansem. Kairi's nearby and he uses the Keyblade to real unlock his heart and Kairi's heart. So Kairi comes back to life but Sora's heart's been released and he ends up turning into a Heartless. But while he's a Heartless, most of the time your thoughts and you go crazy but Sora, because he has a really big heart, he's thinking, he's not aggressive trying to steal people's hearts, he knows who Kairi is, he remembers, and usually they completely forget who they are and everything when they're heartless, but Sora doesn't, and they recognize that this heartless is Sora, and Kairi 
brings his heart back and brings Sora back to himself. And then what we see is Donald, Goofy and Sora, they leave Kyrie and Travis Town and say they're going to come back because they've got a mission. They're on a mission and they go to the end of the worlds and this is where you do lots of battles like heaps and you battle your way all up to Ansem who's standing in front of a door we believe is the kingdom of hearts but it's not it's actually the realm of darkness and Ansem's in front of that door and you battle Ansem and you go to Destiny Islands and battle him you go to a couple of places he's really big and you're really small but you battle him and you end up defeating him he goes away but he comes back later in other games he somehow survives so does Maleficent after you beat Maleficent she comes back there's a lot of one of this I'm going off topic but you're hearing lots of content here there's uh, one of the beasts you have to verse Clayton in, um, in the deep jungle Tarzan world you have to verse Clayton but Clayton has this massive I think it's a heartless animal, but it's like a chameleon that can go invisible, and you can hardly see it. It's invisible until you keep attacking it for a while, and then you can see it, and it makes the battle easier. There's some really cool battles in this game. One of my least favorite worlds is the Oceania Atlantis world. Not Atlantis, it's Oceania or something from Little Mermaid. It's because you have to swim around everywhere, and you have to. it's harder... He's slower when he swings his keyblade under the water, I'm pretty sure. And it's really hard to battle the creatures. They're really simple when they just get you. But we go to the end of the worlds, they beat Ansem. And this is where Ansem, he's gone. And the door to the realm of darkness is open. And Sora is somehow standing on the beach with Kairi. This is the end of the video. I only just watched this, the end of the video, but this is my favourite video game. In the end of the video, we see Cora, Sora holding hands with Kairi, and Kairi says, um, don't leave me or something, and he goes, I have to, he's going to return, and something, and then Sora gets ripped away into, into the realm of darkness, I believe. He's standing on an island in the realm of darkness, I believe, something like that. You can see this cutscene on YouTube. It's on YouTube, all these cutscenes from the game. And Kyrie looks down with her head to where he was standing. And it's got the... At the start of the video game, you hear the remix to Simple and Clean. But at the end of the video, you hear the natural Simple and Clean um, song. And Kyrie goes to the cave... And she sees the picture that Sora carved into the rock, which is Kyrie. It's Kyrie's face and Sora's face. Sora's got really spiky hair. He's got amazing spiky hair. It's pretty cool how they do that. Um, Square did a really good job with um, Sora's animation. Everyone looks really good in the game. And you see Sora's face with a palpu fruit being thrown over to um, Kyrie. And Kairi's crying and imagining Sora drawing the... Like, you see Sora on the thing drawing a picture and she's imagining that she's seeing him draw it and she's crying and she's touching the picture and that's when we start seeing the director's names 
all over the screen and that's the end of the game. I don't I think you can walk around the worlds and continue to do stuff as Sora, but that's where the game really finishes. There's many things there's Trinity marks, which is like the it's circles, three circles in the shape of a triangle. It's like the Mickey logo. And when you the three of them, Donald, Goofy and Sora bounce on them, they get treasures and rewards. There's these little marks all over the worlds in each of the games, and you gotta you can unlock them. I don't know what happens if you unlock all of them, but there's some colors you have to unlock a certain amount of some colors to get more colors. It's quite complex, but it's a really um, good game, and if you want to play it, it's um, really good. It, they're up to Kingdom Hearts three, but there's Birth by Sleep. Um, Unchained Memories, um, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix, there's, uh, what is it, it's Drop the Distance, is also a one, they have, I think there's like 12 games of Kingdom Hearts, but the first one is the memorable one, Kingdom Hearts 3 has like Toy Story World and, um, Big Hero 6, we fly around bigger at six. It's I really like, and the graphics are amazing. So it's always worth that. But it's been a pretty long episode so far. A good morning though. And Sora is Japanese for um, sky, and I think Riku is Japanese for land, and Kairi is for sea. And if they're not, I know Sora is definitely Japanese, but uh, Riku and Kairi's names mean sea and land which is just another cool thing I've got um, I've learnt I've nearly spent the whole week the past week learning about Kingdom Hearts because I wanted to, I learnt more about the game I forgot how um, Kairi was able to bring him back from being a heartless there's many things that I've learnt if you look at the cover of the game of Kingdom Hearts 1 they're standing in a world and that world is actually a world that appears in Kingdom Hearts 2. And on the case of Kingdom Hearts 2, you see a world that is only in Kingdom Hearts 3. And in Kingdom Hearts 3, you see a world that's only going to be in Kingdom Hearts 4. So that's one cool thing I thought about the game that you never really see from any other games. And, jeez, I can't, I can't get that string to ring out. I'm putting the capo on the second fret. I'm... Another song I've got on the second fret, you're going to hear in a couple of episodes time. I've got another Kingdom Hearts song that you'll hear in next week episode because I just like Kingdom Hearts so I, and the songs are good. The music in the game is really one of the best parts of the game. The graphics, the, the worlds, you get trouble to the worlds. And uh, one, I think you get to teleport between the worlds and you don't have to fly in a gummy ship later on once you level up enough. I think so. If I'm not, I'm wrong. I haven't played the game in a long time. I don't know if I'll ever play it again because it'd be hard to play it now because you know, I, don't, I don't know that um, the eyesight most of you guys um, probably have, which is just unlucky for me, but I'll, I'm happy that I've got memories of the game. We're pretty lucky we live in a world with video games and guitars and apps and music. We've got a lot of technology that's to be grateful of.
but his, I may as well get into it, I've done a lot of jibber-jabbering, babbling, and this song's called Simple and Clean by Hikaru Utada. It's a song that's kind of about breaking up, I think. It's about break- It's about relationship. I'll have to look into it. Maybe you'll look into it, and we'll see. But it's a good song, and um, it's got a cool intro as well, which you're going to hear right now. Oh, Jesus. Simple and clean is 
it's a wonderful song it's the tune on the guitar my favorite part of that song is when it oh i forget the words but it goes episode if you've kept the um if you've kept listening to this throughout maybe you're doing some gardening or you're doing some activity while you're listening to this congratulations on listening because you might have learned some things about kingdom hearts i'm sorry if i lost you there might be some videos on youtube that you like to watch you could even play the video game yourself kingdom hearts was on um, playstation i think that's some ds games as well but I could, this episode could go for hours because you could just hear me spiel on about Kingdom Hearts. But I thought it's a good story that you might like to know. The Darkness, the Heartless, Kingdom of Hearts, the Seven Princesses of Heart, the Final Fantasy characters. Hopefully you enjoyed it all. And I'll catch you later um, next time where I'll be talking about the worlds of Kingdom Hearts. I might talk about, I'll see if I can figure out the story that happens in each of them. I won't share all of them, but I'll share my favorite and tell you which ones are my favorite. I'll catch you later, guys. See you later, and thanks for listening. Adios, and have a good day. Bye.